1: throwing in zone spectacular catch They're saying it's a catch touchdown you see most gamblers when they go to gamble they go to win oh my god that's incredible big bank small bank i like to make money all right that is the ultimate kibosh you want to bet <laughs> <laughs> and we are underway Welcome to the Action Network podcast presented by BetMGM. I am Evan Abrams and we are here to recap a wacky and wild week 17. We're going to do this a little bit different today. I am solo as you will be back next week with me to recap all the week 18 action. But today we're just going to go division by division and talk about playoff scenarios for each week. And maybe I'll add a note or two on what happened today and all the action. But let's get right into it. Let's start with the AFC East and the Ravens. So Miami at Baltimore. Baltimore gets the win. New England at Buffalo. Buffalo gets the win. The Ravens just absolutely dominated this game. Uh, At this point, we probably have to assume Lamar's MVP is settled. Lamar entered this week minus 150, minus 160 to win the award. He is now minus 9,000 as I'm recording this. So it looks like this is done. He actually entered week one at 14 to one. He was as high as 18 to one entering week six. So a little bit of value there. From the Miami side of this, listen, no Mostert, no Waddle. Understandable, bad loss. They gave up 56 points. This stat just isn't great for Tua. He is two and nine straight up, three, seven and one against the spread against winning teams on the road or neutral, failing to cover the spread by 11.8 points per game. So, not a great number coming off this one. You talk about New England for a second. They played to Buffalo. Uh, they did a good job staying in the game. Zappi was terrible. Uh, the, the turnovers overall just makes it really easy for Buffalo to score points in this one. Uh, absolutely no passing yards from Josh Allen and Zappy early on. The box score looked absolutely wonky. Uh, but Patriots do get the cover. End up five ten and one so far against the spread for that team. Looking at some resolutions for this game. Looking forward. So Buffalo, Miami next week. AFC East for the division. That's it. It
0: doesn't get any better than this.
1: Uh, Buffalo was as high as sixteen to one to win the AFC East entering week 14. So unbelievable job by them just to get to this game. But the Bills week 18 scenario in general is pretty fascinating. If they win, they win the AFC East. Easy. If they lose, and the Steelers, who are playing a Ravens team with basically nothing to play for now with the 1C locked up, and the Jaguars, who are playing for the division against a 5-11 and 11 awful Titans team, if they both win, both the Steelers and Jaguars, The Bills are out of the playoffs. So that scenario, the scary one for Buffalo, but win and in and no issues. From Baltimore's point of view, one seed locked up, home field advantage in the bag. Everything goes through Baltimore and their defenses looked incredible. So Lamar MVP, Baltimore rolling. It's Baltimore, gentlemen. The gods will not save you. Okay, let's do the AFC South now. So Panthers played the Jaguars. Jaguars got the win and the cover. Raiders played the Colts. Colts got the win and Titans played the Texans and the Texans got the win. So Jacksonville dominated Carolina. I don't think we need to go into that much. Carolina was just atrocious on the road this year. They went 0-9 straight up, 2-7 against the spread. So just tough going forward. Jacksonville we'll talk about in a second. Now, from the Colts and Raiders point of view, you had the Devontae Adams backdoor cover. Congratulations to Raiders backers. Uh, And for the Colts, it's just Indy continues to find a way. Gardner Minshew has 15 career wins now. 40% of those have come since November 1st. He is on some ride right now. And then Houston just dominated Tennessee. Probably not much to talk about there. Tennessee's gone 35 straight games without scoring 30 points. Their offense just can't find a way. And Houston would be the first team with a rookie head coach and rookie quarterback to make the playoffs since the Colts in 2012 behind Chuck Pagano and Andrew Luck. Now to looking forward. The Raiders were eliminated from playoff contention, so the Raiders now haven't won a playoff game since losing in the Super Bowl in 2002. I think that's it for Las Vegas. And let's look at the AFC South for a second and look at next week. So Jacksonville, if they win at Tennessee, they win the AFC South. Plain. If Jacksonville loses, then the door opens. So if Jacksonville loses, the winner of... Houston at Indy will be division champs. Now, it's worth noting all three AFC South teams are alive for wildcard births, with Houston controlling its own playoff fate for the seven seed. Taking
0: control of our
1: destiny. Let's wrap up the AFC with the AFC North and AFC West. We'll combine three games in this window. But before that, let's just start with Cleveland really quickly. They beat the Jets on Thursday Night Football. Obviously, Cleveland going to the playoffs, but Joe Flacco's the story. First player in NFL history to throw for 250 yards and two touchdowns in each of his first five games. His his spiral downfield just looks incredible at this point. He can't believe he was off a couch. Just an incredible story. Entering Week 18, it looks like the Browns will be in Jacksonville, but it really depends on the AFC South winner there. Now to the Chiefs. Just something not right with that offense still. Kelsey was shut out at the half. He only has 16 receiving yards. Obviously, Rice had a decent day. I think Mahomes' rapport with him probably better than all of his other receivers. And just these stats kind of prove how great their defense has been and how bad their offense. Mahomes, 16-3 and three to the under at home last two seasons. This year, second-half unders, 14-2 in Chiefs games fourth quarter unders 15 and one just unreal stats for the chiefs and uh their once high powered offense quickly for the broncos they beat the chargers oh the denver broncos not really too much of a game 16-9 either way bunch of backups not much to take away except for fantasy and gamblers out there and finally pittsburgh and seattle pittsburgh beat seattle on the road Pittsburgh just had a vicious running attack in this one, 202 yards on 46 carries, just literally staying to the ground and causing some turnovers late. But Mike Tomlin, over 500 again. Tomlin leads the Steelers for his 17th season in a row, uh, passing Hallis, who had 16 for the third longest streak, 500 or better by a head coach, only Landry and Belichick have a longer streak. So just an incredible job by Tomlin. Once again,
0: appreciate my resume.
1: Let's look at some of these resolutions. So what do these teams need? Well, the Bengals are out of the playoffs. The best thing for Cincinnati right now is next year. They're going to have a last place schedule. So that is fantastic for them. They're out with the loss and the Pittsburgh win. So eliminated and the same with Denver with KC's win and Pittsburgh's win. Denver's eliminated. So out of the picture. Now, Kansas City wins the AFC West, clinches it for an eighth consecutive year. Now the second longest all-time streak for the division. Brady, uh, 11 straight years with New England. Looks like the Chiefs are going to be home against the Bills, but still thinks to decide in Week 18 there. From Seattle's point of view, so Seattle needed a win to clinch and lost to Pittsburgh. So Seattle can still make the playoffs if they beat the Cardinals, And the Packers don't win against the Bears. So that is how Seattle gets in. And Pittsburgh. The easiest path for Pittsburgh is this. This is how Pittsburgh most likely would get to the seventh seed. They would need a win and a Buffalo loss or a win and a Jacksonville loss. Now, ironically enough, I believe they can still get in with a loss if Jacksonville loses and Denver wins. But those first two scenarios is the easiest way for Pittsburgh to make the playoffs.
0: Somebody got to be all in for everybody to be all in. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better.
1: The Action Network podcast is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming, terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. This is our halfway point. Time to shift to the NFC. We're going to talk NFC East and the Lions. We'll start with Saturday night. Oh, Lord. So the Taylor Decker reporting, not reporting 68 versus 70. You guys have heard it. It's all understood at this point. Uh, Great play by Detroit. Awful situation by the refs.
0: Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I will beat your ass.
1: Should have been a win for Detroit, but honestly a win for Dallas. That is just the situation. Uh, You know, obviously lots of different circumstances, but that's probably the nuts and bolts of it.
0: There's nothing we can do about it.
1: Dallas undefeated at home now. They've won 16 straight home games. Third time since the merger. They've gone undefeated at home in a single season. First time since 81. Now it's worth noting entering Sunday. If the 49ers and Eagles had won. The Lions would have been locked into the three seed and basically had nothing to play for in week 18 against the Vikings. That didn't happen. The Cardinals take out the Eagles as 11 and a half point underdogs. That was the close about 12 and a half and even 13 at points. This is the worst loss ATS for Philly since Washington uh, last year. So not too long, but still an awful loss. It is five straight losses against the spread for the Eagles it's so the first time that's happened for them since 2012. They just aren't the same team right now. And one of the reasons why, they've allowed 35 points to Arizona, 25 to the Giants. They've allowed 20 plus and six straight, just not the same Philly team. So those are those two games. Now the resolution part of this. So the Philly loss means San Francisco is the one seed. And it means Dallas is likely the two-seed with Detroit the three. That That is the likely scenario. So if Dallas wins at Washington in Week 18, they're the two, Detroit's the three, Philly's the five. Now, if Dallas loses, it gets a lot more complicated, but Detroit and Philly basically just still need to win their games. Now, Detroit's against Minnesota, and Philly plays at the Giants. The one concern I have with Philly, which is probably worth bringing up, is this season they just have two wins of 10-plus points. The fewest ever for a Super Bowl winner is three, done twice by the 82 Washington team and 2015 Broncos. Ten of the last 11 Super Bowl champs have had six or more 10-plus point wins. So Philly just doesn't fit right now, but let's see if they can turn it around at some point.
0: The math doesn't work.
1: Let's keep rolling in the NFC. Rams, we're at the Giants. 49ers at the commanders rams just squeaked by ended the rams five game ats win streak but listen the rams are six and one straight up last seven only lost to the ravens they've looked really really good today was a guess a blip on the radar except it's more about the giants giants five and one ats in the last six and they've just been a scrappy bunch i mean even devito or tyrod though i think tyrod makes them more complete that uh Pass down field, he had with the touchdown was just incredible. I believe that was the most air yards on a touchdown pass all season. Great, great pass. It just makes the Giants a better team. It's worth talking about the 49ers for a second. They win by 17 on the road in Washington. Their 11th win of 10 plus points this season. Oh, man. So many points being made, which is the most since 2007 with the Patriots. And the record for 10-point wins is 13 by the 99 Rams. So San Francisco would come one shy with a performance next week. But unreal from San Francisco. Just week in and week out, dominating opponents, especially uh, when you compare it to, like, Philadelphia, on the other hand. And the other story from this game, definitely Christian McCaffrey. Closes at minus 340 for any time touchdown, which would be tied for the highest for any player over the last three seasons with, of course, Christian McCaffrey Earlier this year, he actually didn't score in both of those games. So, tough one for betters out there. Okay, and now looking forward for these teams, Niners clinched. They've clinched for a while. They've got the one seed now. So, home field advantage. And it's worth noting with Baltimore and San Francisco clinching the one seed in their respective conferences. This is now the first time since 2009 both one seeds clinched before the last week of the season. So, all wrapped up. Finally, the Rams clinching a playoff berth. Uh, It was a funny story on Twitter X, whatever the heck we want to call it these days. There was a report that they were watching the game on the tarmac at Newark as Pittsburgh won and they got in. So very cool story. And it looks like they will be taking a trip to Detroit to face Goff in uh, probably the best storyline, except for Flacco going back to Baltimore. Right. So we'll see if that happens going into the playoffs. I'm talking about revenge. Let's recap the NFC South action. Falcons at Bears. Bears get the win and the cover. Pretty much dominate from start to finish on this one. Wet, rainy, snowy. Atlanta looked just pretty off and just a great day for Chicago overall. They win the game. They look great. Fields looks great. And with the Carolina loss, they get the number one pick. Happy New Year's Eve in Chicago. And uh, similar to the Giants, they've just been... Looking good lately, 5-1 and one ATS in their last six. They started 03 and one against the spread, 8-4 ATS since, so hopefully they finish strong in Week 18. Atlanta, on the other hand, yeah, they don't have their quarterback. I think we all know that. They are 5-11 against the spread, tied for their worst year in the last 20 years. Finally, Tampa Bay, four-game win streak is toast after they lose at home against the Saints. Baker Mayfield again, 26 and 21 against a spread as an underdog. Now 13, 26 and 1 ATS as a favorite. He is 217th of 220 quarterbacks ATS last 20 years as a favorite. So continues to kind of struggle in that spot. New Orleans, not much to say. Car under 200 yards. Their defense looks good. They continue to look better on the road than they do at home, uh, which probably gonna get a home playoff game here, winning the NFC South if they get in. Finally, let's look at some scenarios for these teams. So let's start with the easy one. The Bears are eliminated with the Packers win, so they're done, but they face each other next week. We'll get to that in a second. So let's talk about the NFC South. If Tampa Bay wins at Carolina next week, the Bucks win the division, they're the four seed. Easy peasy. If Tampa Bay loses to Carolina, the winner of Atlanta and new Orleans wins the NFC South and becomes the four seed. New Orleans can actually also make the wild card. If the saints beat Atlanta, forgetting the result with Tampa Bay and Arizona beats Seattle and green Bay loses to Chicago, new Orleans can still make the wild card. Now, when you're talking about either the bucks Falcons or saints in terms of winning the NFC South, They're all most likely going to host the Eagles in the playoffs. Finally, the AFC South and the NFC South both have three teams eligible to win the division. entering the final week of the regular season, that has never happened in NFL history. So we are getting ready for some high drama in week 18. Finally, Green Bay at Minnesota. This is how we ended week 17 on Sunday night, right before midnight. Green Bay really just dominated Minnesota and love played close to perfect. Most of the game, three passing touchdowns. He is now third in the NFL in passing TDs, which unbelievable. If you would have said that at the beginning of the year, I believe I had money on him to throw the most interceptions, So not exactly the right handicap. Uh, Jaden Reed hurt for green Bay in this game. So not good looking forward. Uh, Gonna have to check that status early this week, especially with a big game for green Bay this weekend. Wild stat with this one. So the most games this year with two-plus passing touchdowns and zero interceptions, that would be Brock Purdy and Jordan Love. So just an incredible season for the Green Bay quarterback. And from Minnesota's side, Jaron Hall was terrible. Nick Mullins came in for a benched Hall. Neither of them really did anything. And if you own Justin Jefferson in fantasy, just a uh, terrible championship for him, just five receptions for 59 yards. Now looking forward to the playoffs for both these teams with Seattle losing to Pittsburgh earlier, Minnesota couldn't be eliminated on Sunday night football. So the loss didn't exactly get rid of them from contention, but here's what they need to get in. So they're going to need to beat the lions. They're going to need the bears to beat the Packers and the Cardinals to beat the Seahawks. And then one or both of Falcons beat the saints, Panthers beat the bucks. So the Vikings are going to need a lot of help and Green Bay, much simpler. They just need to beat the bears and the Packers are going to the playoffs.
0: I hope you take a note.
1: All right, that is it. So we covered pretty much all 32 teams and 16 games for week 17. This has been the action network podcast presented by bet I am Evan Abrams. Tune in next week for all of our week 18 podcasts podcast content, and action here, and enjoy the week.
0: Happy, happy new year. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly.